0: You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica Lepera-Nassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter more intuitive and less all-consuming so if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm the guesswork and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start Welcome, mamas. I am so excited to talk about ways in which we can start to look at our families like a business. And I know, shock and horror to think that it's such a callous way of looking at our family. But what if I were to tell you that the opposite is true? And this episode is going to really change the way in which you perceive and look at your family structure. Now, we are recording this episode second week of January in 2022. And why I decided this episode is important, especially at the beginning of a new year, is because so often we are bombarded with what are your goals and intentions for yourself, but we don't talk about our family in the same way. And so today's episode is helping you look at your family structure, your family credo, your Uh, the culture that you are cultivating at home and really creating some intention, some clarity and a vision for what it is that you are creating. And I think this is honestly a really powerful step in um, in the ways in which we create less effort in our parenting, because oftentimes what comes up for a lot of us when it comes to this journey is how it conflicts With perhaps our personal or professional goals, as you know, as individuals, and how do we navigate um, or reconcile for the added responsibilities, um, the shifts in our routines, and more importantly, how do we navigate unpredictability as it relates to the consequences to the results that we see in our own personal goals, right, and fulfillment, and so stripping things back and starting to reframe the way that you look at your family, your home life, and you wouldn't expect, you know, your own business, let's say if you have a business, or if you work for a company, or maybe you are a stay at home, right? You wouldn't think of any organization to operate successfully. If it doesn't have a clear sense of mission, right? Some sort of operational plan, um, with some goals in mind. And so I think that that's really the first step to revisiting the way that you look at your day to day life, right? And so today we're going to talk about easy ways for you to start to add more structure. Now, I don't want you to run the other way <laughs> when I say this word because I know for me, I was like, no, I don't want structure. I don't want to be put into a box you know i had this really uh misconception that structure and order limit my freedom and flexibility to be spontaneous to be intuitively led but you know the opposite is true and you'll discover that as we walk you through why this can be so important and such a pivotal change in the way that you view your home life and how you start to create the necessary boundaries, the necessary habits um, that are needed to f- actually follow through to making your home life uh fulfilling, not only for you, Mama, but also for every member of the family. Now this also applies if you have small ones that maybe aren't verbal yet, aren't able to communicate. Um, this really works at and no matter what age your child, you find yourself that you're, you know, you have children in, there is no too young or too old for you to actually come up with your own family plan. Okay. So I want to talk before we get towards to the like step-by-step process on how to get started. I think it's important to think about what is, what would be a family plan and like, what does that look like? Right? So you know, family planning and, you know, as a group in concrete, really it's what is behind the idea, you know, behind what, what do you want your family life to look like, right? What do you want your family experience to be all about? Right. And so it's often, you know, important to recognize that really a family plan is a big picture. So what, what is the big picture? You know, what, how do you define what a family is? Have you thought about that? What does it mean? Uh, what does the word family mean to you? And then specifically ask each and every family member to define what family means to them. Now with children who aren't as verbal, you know, this is where you can elicit uh, feelings. You can elicit drawings. For them to communicate as at the best of their ability what a family um, is to them, right? And of course, like if you have a newborn, this may not apply, but it actually is a really pivotal time if you are an expecting mom or a new mom to a newborn uh, under the age of one to really have these conversations with your partner, right? It's so easy to get consumed in the external doing of motherhood or of parenting, right? All of the nuts and bolts of feeding and schedules and, you know, sort of the manual tasks of parenting. But what about the deeper aspects of parenting and family? So having conversations with your partner, your spouse about, you know, where do you see our family going? Why, what, what is the vision? What is the lifelong journey? that you want to have as a family. And now, of course, this will change as seasons change, as time progresses. But for 2022, what does that look like? And more importantly, start to ask yourself, you know, what is the destination that we have for our family as a whole, as a cohesive unit, you know? And, you know, ask yourself, What part will you play in building this lifelong journey for your family? Will you be a really active participant in this structure of the family or will you be more hands off when it comes to, um, parenting, right? Will it be, um, will you be up and close and personal with every aspect of that process or will you divide and conquer with your with your spouse right i mean these are really important conversations to have especially with your partner before bringing in the family unit right so that is actually step number 1 is really talking to your partner about What it is that well, how you how that how each and every one of you define family first and foremost, right? What does that look like? What is the intention or the destination that you want that your family unit to have? And so, you know, a great metaphor to this process and to maybe ask yourself, you may be thinking like, how is this relevant? How is this important? This is like another to do on my never ending to do list, but let's face it. You would never get on a, you know, cross country flight on an airplane without knowing the final destination. Right and so you want to have a plan in place you want to have some sort of vision for where you want the next 12 months to look like what is the destination what are some of those goals right and so it's important to really have these candid and transparent conversations with your partner to understand where you guys need to kind of further come into alignment on a specific aspect of parenting or your family home life, perhaps the distribution of duties and making sure that there is a a nice balance to that. See, these are really foundational aspects to the journey that we don't often, that often are overlooked, let's face it, right? I mean, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, you kind of go down the road of uh, figuring out um the mechanics of growing a baby right so you're you go inward as a mom and or as a soon to be mom of like okay how do i need to eat properly what physical uh you know considerations do i have to take into account as i'm you know growing a baby inside me right all of those things kind of go into the external aspects of carrying carrying you know uh, a child but we don't talk about, well, what is it do we how do we want our family to look like? Right? And so this is a really, really powerful place to start. So having that conversation again internally with your spouse prior to actually looping in your little ones is going to be critical, right? Now, alongside sort of coming up with what this family plan would look like, or you know, what specifically um, is that vision. Of what you and your family are all about, right? That's in essence what this is. And so um, it's important to really think about, you know, ways to make that um you know really compelling for you. So uh it's helpful often to either come up with a family mission statement or a credo, right? And Credos describe the beliefs that you want your, that make your family unique. Right. And a mission statement makes it clear where you want to go. So think about these questions. What makes your family unique? What do all the family members believe in? And again, if you have nonverbal write pictures or, you know, kind of navigate, uh, with the most, um, you know, dominant ideas, that may just be you and your spouse at the time. And who are you as a family, right? What is your family? Why does your family exist? Now there's a lot of fun ways that you can do this with your family to craft sort of your mission statement and your credo. So, you know, start by picking a time that everyone is at their best, right? When they're well-rested and they're engaged, you know, if you're going on a long car trip, that could be a really great time to have discussions and, um, You know, even like I said, even younger children, as young as four or five, you know, they can make some incredible contributions to this conversation. And the the most important part of that process, of course, is to just honor what they have to say, right? Oftentimes, especially with little ones, you know, we can be so busy and not present uh, that we miss the cues of them wanting to be seen and heard right? And you already know by listening to this podcast, how pivotal the first seven years of life are, right? Because that is really the secret to effortless parenting is by really honoring that those seven precious years in their life by putting yourself first, mama, right? By creating, you know, practices and habits that support your internal And mental and physical well being, right? And so, by making sure that you are happy, whole, and complete, that in and of itself is going to help, right? The influence that you're giving them in the first seven years of life. And so, this family plan oh, my goodness, if you can honor that process, you know, especially if you have little ones like four and five, you know, to start looping them into the conversation, just imagine how powerful that can be, um, as they bring that, um, that confidence into adulthood, it's, it's, it's so powerful. So, so powerful. Okay. So, you know, when we are, um, really looking at creating that family vision and that mission statement credo, you know, call it what you will, you know, but ask yourself these questions, and you'll probably need to re-listen to this episode to write these down. Um, but really, thinking about what makes your family unique will help to start that conversation, right? What are your beliefs, right? And so you want to, you know, again, start at a time that works best. You know, make it make it really easy. And then, you know, when you're asking the questions, really listen, right? What is the purpose of your family? What is the most important belief that you all share as a family? And one simple way that you can start to get some visibility into what's important to each family member is by filling in the blank, right? If someone were to describe your family by saying, The X and Y, the X, Y, Z family is all about this, right? And so what is your family stand for? What is it? What if someone were to describe your family? What attributes, what specifically would you want to be sort of that? uh, What do I want to call it? Like the tagline for your family, right? Right. And so if we're treating our family like a business, that's important. That's one of the things, the 101 principles of business, right, is what do you stand for? What do you want people to know? What is the family brand, right? I mean, that is like such gold if you start to reposition the way that you look at your family as a business. And more importantly, think about all of the checks and balances that come with, you know, Honoring an organization, right? Of creating transparency, no matter what department anybody is in. And in this case, no matter if it's the child or the parent, right? Everybody has a voice and everyone can feel like they're contributing. And so that's super, super important. Now, once you've created sort of that vision, mission statement, you know, what your tagline is for your family. Right. I encourage you to once you've solidified that, write it, you know, on a post-it or make really beautiful signs and, and place them in prominent areas that you spend as a family so that it becomes top of mind. Now, of course, if you have a child that can't read, then have them draw a picture uh, that reminds them of this conversation. You know this from my previous episodes on habit building and how the brain works the brain creates habits through repetition so if they if they are in a prominent place like the bathroom mirror in my opinion is a great place to put your family tagline right they see it when they're brushing their teeth in the morning and at night what a beautiful thing or a place where they when they wake up in the morning it's maybe Um, you know, on the wall next to their bed or the closet door, wherever they get ready for the morning, right? Maybe it's a prominent place at the kitchen table where everybody can see it and be reminded of what is the vision for the family, right? It'll serve as a powerful anchor. Now, again, mama, just to segue just for a minute, um, Important to consider when you're coming up with your family plan and your family vision for the year is to take into account the things that matter to you, Mama. So if you have been finding it hard to make, you know, more healthier decisions when it comes to nutrition or perhaps it's, you know, honoring a more consistent physical practice, how can you structure a family um to be supportive of those goals that you have for yourself. And more importantly, how can the goals that you're setting for you also translate to your family, right? If you guys are all into making more healthful decisions, right? Then how can you loop in the family to maybe, you know, come up with a menu for the, for the week. And maybe you go on YouTube and find really fun recipes or Pinterest. And as a family, you kind of, you know create the menu you know really creating participation is a really powerful way especially for um, children under seven because they really just want to help they're such big helpers and any way that they can contribute is a really really powerful thing okay so I know a lot of you mamas love the step-by-step so I'm going to break this down into seven easy steps in which you can start to create um you know a powerful uh new approach to uh positioning your family like a business and you know part of this process will also entail having some family meetings right and and when do you have that is it during dinner or perhaps it's when you're cooking dinner you know there is no right or wrong good or bad way to executing against um Having team meet, you know, having family meetings, which in essence are team meetings, right? Just think about your working days when you worked with a group or an organization. You would have status meetings, right? Where is everybody at? how do we how do we pivot or revise or update a specific game plan if it's not working? Okay. So the first step that you're going to do in order to, um, really think about how to create or how to start a family plan is you're going to want to get out a sheet of paper and you're going to want to draw a box with four boxes in it. Right. And in these boxes, you're going to have sort of uh, four co- quadrants, if you will. Right. And so you'll want to have one that says, um, you know, you want to do it first, what, what is like most priority highest, you know, value, if you will. Um, and then what do you want to work in? What do you want to, to delay or perhaps ignore? And then what do you want to strategically invest in? Right. And so I know that sounds kind of technical and we're going to break that down a little bit, um, but it's important to really break down, you know, into quadrants what's really like some of your high impact uh goals or tasks and you know what things uh need improvement or need work in or what things are great but perhaps you can delay for later in the year or at a later time and what are some items that uh require some investment right require you to put some effort into um creating you know, X, Y, and Z to happen. Right. So that's a a really great place to start. Um, and then you'll want to, you know, brainstorm step number two is brainstorm as a family, all the things that you would like to have and do and be right. You want to write down all of those personal goals and that's, you know, that steps that actually walks us into step number three, which is all about, you know, when you write down these personal goals, you want to do one goal per post-it note. Now, what will happen is that everybody in the family, step number four, will take turns explaining their goals or their sticky notes, right? And you'll want to, all of those personal goals will end up in, you know, the box that you created in step one, right? So you'll want to take a moment to explain why certain goals may go into certain quadrants, right? So you can coach your child by asking them questions or helping them think through some of those assessments. Now remember that the first round does not need to be perfect. It's actually your chance for you to allow everyone the ability to showcase what what is what's what are they dreaming about? What do they want, right? And really helping, you know, your child verbally or visually communicate their dreams or their thoughts is a really powerful learning tool. Right? So often we're focusing on, you know, making it really hard to parent our child, but really when we can just strip it back and, and treat them like the way that you want to be treated and giving them the tools to communicate um, their feelings, their expressions, their dreams. You now. Now, step number five allows you to take a look at the entire messy and a bit overwhelming post-its, right, that you're going to have on on this particular sheet of paper, right? Because you're going to have the four quadrants, you're going to have all these sticky notes with everybody's personal goals, and then you're going to obviously be um, filtering those personal goals um, accordingly, right? So what will happen is that you'll want to start to then prioritize based on your family's reality and resources, right? So ignore what's not feasible for this year, like I mentioned, right? You wanna delay um, what we'll need to wait until other goals are completed. And that's another thing too, is that sometimes we have these major goals, but sometimes we need to accomplish the smaller goals that allow us to achieve or be in a place of success to achieve the other bigger goals, right? So you're gonna wanna map the others in the appropriate spots. Right. And we talked about what those are. And just to recap, um, those are the do first, what are we going to work in right now delay or ignore? And then what are we going to strategically invest in? Right. Um, okay. And so going back, uh, once you have completed sort of the allocation of where all of those goals lie within your four quadrants, you're going to then want to review it regularly. Now this is where the family meetings come to play. So it really should be something like you decide whether it's once a month or once a quarter, you know, it's, uh, it's often really surprising, uh, how much can get done. Even when we're not thinking about it, and that's what this process allows you to do, Mama. Right? Once you have, like, kind of, it's it's also really what a relief to be able to put down on paper all the goals that everybody has. We have everybody has a voice at the table, right? We're able to then, as a family, come up with a prioritiz- prioritization of these goals and how they support one another, and you know, setting up a monthly or quarterly meeting. To really uh, discuss what's happening, how is it working? Um, you know, what's uh, what do we need to revisit? What do we need to assess or reassess um, to make sure that we're following along with our goals, right? So we want to keep these meetings really short. Obviously, attention spans will vary depending on age. You know, 10, 10 minutes probably is sufficient. If you go, if you have older kids, maybe you'll go to 20 um and basically you know it's you want to keep them focused you want to find a way to rate you know any tactical developments um so you may want to create a system whether that's a numbering system or a color code system you know you could use um Red, yellow, and green for items that are ahead of schedule, that would be green, right? Yellow would be for things that need further evaluation or need some tweaking, and red are for items that need desperate attention. So you can come up with any method that works best for you, uh, stickers, you name it. The sky's the limit on how you can create a way to um, visually rate uh the developments, the tactical developments that are happening um, as it relates to reaching those goals, right? Um, you know, keep in mind again that these meetings are intended to be fun. They're intended for you to check in, and it's important for you to, um, you know, obviously know that it's not so serious, right? They're intended to be uh, really fun for you and your family to connect. Um, and there's really no right or wrong way to do this. The intention behind uh, this episode has been really um, with the thought that when we start to treat our family like a business, that often can come with some apprehension, but it also can come up with some accountability, right? Because when you are dealing in business, you want to have Uh, systems in place to ensure that you are on track with results, with progress, that you are staying in alignment with your vision and with your intention for the business. So in this case, your family and it really gets, it strips away sort of, um, how we kind of put to the back burner, our home life, our family life, we kind of just. You know don't really have a lot of intention with it i know like in the beginning years i literally was just surviving like i was like what can i what is the bare minimum that i can do to uh, just make it through the day and that's what i would rinse and repeat day in and day out and i remember being so depleted so lost I mean, so lost to the point where I just was like, man, maybe parenting isn't for me. Maybe being a mom is like not my jam. And I don't know, like I really started to question my capabilities as a mother. And it wasn't, it was because I was operating at the survival level. I wasn't uh, creating structure or systems that would allow me to honor Like my health, to honor my emotional health, to honor my physical health, all of the things that make you whole and complete. I mean, it seems obvious now in speaking about it, but when you're in the weeds, right? And you may be in the weeds, mama, let's face it. There's a lot going on globally that there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of disillusionment in the way that our current day to day is going. And if you're homeschooling or if you're uh, schooling at home, remote learning, whatever, whatever your uh, learning environments are at the home level, I know the brunt of it is being, you know, taken by, by the parent and more importantly, the mom, right? Because we typically tend to be the ones to hold down the ship. And so by revisiting the way that you define family, by creating a family tagline, what do you stand for? What makes your family unique? What do you want to be known for? And then really breaking it down at the goal level of what does that look like? Right? So I've given you a lot to think about. This has been a meaty episode. I hope you've enjoyed this new way of looking at your family, especially at the start of a new year. Um, again, it's important to, uh, repetition, mother of all learning, rewind this episode, listen to it again, take some great notes. And of course, as always, I encourage you to ask questions. The best way to do that is through Instagram at effortless parenting expert. Happy to speak with you via DMS. Um, I am there to support you to have real-time conversations. And I'm seriously here to advocate for you mama, to put you first so that You can be your best for them, and they are going to benefit so much when you are happy, whole, and complete. So with that, I will catch you at the next episode. Take care.